Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. Episode 59 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Welcome everybody, it's Liam Naden here again. And the title of today's podcast is The Number One Thing You Need to Get Rid of to Save Your Marriage. And the interesting thing I've found is that 99.9% of people, thereabouts, who are trying to save their marriage are struggling with this very thing. And very often they're not aware of it. And often it's the biggest barrier that's stopping them from really making that breakthrough, from really turning their marriage situation around. Which is a bit sad, but the good news is when people really really understand this concept and when they really start to apply it, which doesn't take a lot, it just takes a bit of a shift in your thinking, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But when you understand this concept, you can see a dramatic shift in the results you're getting in your efforts to try to save your marriage. And not to save your marriage, it also works for people who want to improve their marriage. And maybe you're in that situation as well. So you might not be desperate, but but you might just think, I want to make this marriage better. There's more here. And of course, in, in marriage, as in relationships, as in most areas of our life, there is always another level you can go to. So that's what we're going to talk about. And if you are enrolled in either my 7-day or my 30-day program, I think you're going to find this particularly helpful. It's something I delve into in a lot of detail, particularly in the 7-day program. So if you're working on that, you're going to find this information really will flesh out some of the concepts I talk about there. And in the 30-day program, it's perhaps a little less relevant because there is that's a little bit more the focus is somewhere else. But you will understand that when I get into this. Now the other thing about what I'm going to talk about, this particular concept, is whenever I talk to people about this in coaching sessions or when they contact me with their progr- uh, about my programs, they often say, well, it's all, that sounds good, but it's really difficult to do. And I know it's what I should do, but I don't know, I just can't get myself to do it. I can't get myself to rid myself of this one thing that I know is the essential ingredient to saving my marriage. So we're going to talk about how to do that as well. How you can, not only what you need to get rid of, but how you can get rid of it. And quickly and easily. Because I've said so many times before in my podcast that really, if you want to save your marriage, and it really comes down to irrespective of your specific situation, but no matter what your situation, if you want to save your marriage, then it comes down to doing two things. One is stop doing the wrong things, and the second is start doing the right things. So we're going to cover a bit of both in this podcast, but obviously the number one thing you need to get rid of to save your marriage is one of the wrong things. Okay, so what am I, what is this number one thing? Let's start to get into some specifics here. The number one thing you need to get rid of to save your marriage is negativity. Negativity. Right, and people say to me, 
Well, I'm try I try to stay positive. I try to stay positive. But there's a lot of negativity even in that statement. But you need to get rid of all negativity, or certainly as much as you can. This is the number one thing you need to get rid of if you want to make a breakthrough in saving your marriage. So t today what we're going to talk about, firstly we're going to talk about what negativity actually is. And I think many people are a bit, bit confused or not clear on what negativity actually is and they think it's actually something different to what it truly is. So we're going to look at what it really is. The second thing we're going to look at is why it's so important to get rid of. Because when you understand the importance of why you need to get rid of something, it makes it a lot easier to actually get rid of it. And I think I'm going to show you how vital it is to get rid of negativity. And the third thing, of course, is when you know how important it is to get rid of it, the question is, well, how do I get rid of it? Is it just about staying positive? Is it about trying to stay positive? Is it really difficult to get rid of negativity? So I'm going to give you, we're going to get into this in great detail. And the last thing we're going to talk about is, all right, if you get rid of negativity, what do you replace it with? And you might be thinking, well, you replace it with positivity. But that's actually not quite the right answer, and I'll explain that when I get to it. But just a clue, it's actually not about being positive. So maybe you'll find that some good news. All right, okay, so first off, let's look at what is negativity? What is it really? Well, we could start with a dictionary definition, and I looked this up, and I found that a quite a good definition, I thought, which is, negativity is the expression of criticism of or pessimism about something. So, I'll just repeat that. Negativity is the expression of criticism of or pessimism about something. So there's two key words there, aren't there? Criticism and pessimism. And the interesting thing about that d definition, if you look at what those two words mean, one of the key things is that criticism is something you direct at somebody else, and pessimism is something you direct at yourself. So we're going to see that these are vital things to, to understand. But what is negativity really? And as I said earlier, people say to me, well, I realize I've got to get rid of negativity, but I, I've, of, of not being negative. I try to stay positive, but I'm finding it really difficult. It's really hard to stay positive. Well, the key thing to understand about negativity is negativity isn't something that you say or something that you intend. Negativity is all about how you feel. This is really vital. If you really want to understand, am I, is something negative or positive what I'm doing, you've got to understand or think about, how am I feeling? So if something makes you feel bad or unhappy or stressed or depressed, or anxious, or worried, or tense. All of those things make you feel worse, don't they? Those feelings. That's all part of negativity. And there are other things as well that are part of negativity. And just, just think about how many of these things that you perhaps add to your relationship with your spouse, which, when you think about it, are adding negative, bad feelings. How about expectation? What are the feelings you get when you put expectations on your spouse? 
You know, you, they should want to save our marriage. They should stop having an affair. They should want to come to counselling with me. They, should, they shouldn't do what they're doing and they should love me. That's the expectation. What are the feelings you get when you have those expectations? Do they make you feel good or do they make you feel bad? And do they make your spouse feel good or bad as well? So you can see that they're part of negativity, an expectation on your spouse, thinking what they should do. Another element of negativity or another ref thing that's reflected in negativity is neediness and dependency. Do you ever feel, I really need to save my marriage? We used to have a wonderful relationship. I know it can be the same again. I just can't live without them. That Those feelings of neediness and dependency, do they make you feel good or do they make you feel bad? Do they make you feel better or worse when you think about it? Do they make your spouse feel better or worse? And I cover these things in the second half of the seven-day program. So have a, if you haven't already, I encourage you to really listen to those again and really get the gist of what I'm saying there. And I'm saying it here as well. But the whole neediness and guilt thing, it's, it's an element of negativity. And you might say, well, but they should stay with me. I can't live without them. Those are the facts. Well, you know, facts are dangerous things because they change all the time. <laughs> but anyway, the point is neediness and dependency make you feel bad. They make you feel worse. They make your spouse feel worse. So they're negative things that you need to get rid of. And I'll show you how later. Guilt. That's another element of negativity. Another side to negativity. Do you feel guilty about something? Do you try and make your spouse feel guilty? Does it make things, the feeling surrounding your relationship or how you feel, does it make things better or does it make things feel worse, feel bad? So it's all about feeling. And another way of, dis another word to describe feeling is energy. You know, what's the energy surrounding how you interact with your spouse? What's the energy ha about how you interact with yourself? What's the energy about your thoughts? Is it making you feel better or is it making you feel worse? If it's making you feel worse, you've got to identify what it is and say, that's negativity and I need to get rid of negativity. So that's the key, is to ask yourself in any situation, before you do anything, and, bef and as you think something, just, just stop your thoughts. Look at your thoughts. Look at your feelings. And say, is what I'm doing or what I'm thinking in this situation, is it making me feel better or feel worse? And that's going to tell you if you're focused on negativity, if there's negativity there, or if there isn't. And if there is, is negativity, then you need to get rid of it. Right, so why is this so important? I think you, hopefully you've got a clear picture now of what negativity actually is. It's feeling bad, put simply. But why is this so important? You know, why can't we just really put so much effort into forcing the situation to change through really getting our spouse to change? Because they should. By letting them know, letting ourselves know, we need them, we can't be happy without them. Why, why can't we just force that? Why doesn't that work? And if you've tried it, you'll know it doesn't work. So why doesn't it work? Well, because the simple matter is, because it's energy, then it can only create more of what it is. So if you're feeding negative energy, if you're, having, if you're adding negative energy, you can only get more negative energy. 
and think about this in relationship to in relation to arguments or disagreements not just between married couples but disagreements between anybody they the more negative people are the worse things get you can go to court you can have all of the you know court battles and legal money thrown at it but if there's negativity there you might get an agreement in the end but there's going to be ill feeling unhappiness and lack of satisfaction really because whatever you put out you're going to get more of so that's why you've got to stop the negativity I've never heard and I've I've made it a mission to study this not just in relationships but very extensively in relationships but also elsewhere to think is there any example I can see anywhere in the world where we're adding more negativity to the situation actually makes things better. I've never yet found one. If you really think about it, you'll realize that's true as well. And think about it in relationship or in relation with your spouse. If you put pressure on them, if you put expectation on them, what happens? Do they get drawn to you? If you tell them how much you need them and how much you love them or you try to make them feel guilty or if you try to change their mind, which is another way of saying you think they're wrong, which is another element of negativity, does it help? Does it draw them closer together? Do they ever say, you know, you're right, I have been wrong and, um, you know, I want this to stop? Well, sometimes it does, but it won't be the result of negativity. Because if you make your spouse feel bad, if you make them feel worse around you, in other words, if you add to the bad feeling, to the negativity, what's going to happen? They're just going to go further away. They're just going to be pushed further away. Because negativity not only pushes people away, but it also creates resistance. That's when they build the wall up between you. That's when you can't get through to them. When you're trying everything you can but somehow they're not just getting the message. Why? Because there's negativity there. And they associate dealing with you as making them feel worse. Well, who wants to be around somebody who makes them feel bad or feel worse? So if you're putting negativity into a situation, you're only going to get negativity back. And that's why you need that's why it's so important to eliminate negativity. You know, just on that, another thing people try and do is they try and convince their spouse what a good person they are. So they make all the right changes, and they're good things to do, to make positive changes. But they're they're trying to show their spouse that they made a mistake. And they're trying to say, see what a good person I am. I'm trying to convince you that you've made a mistake, you've done the wrong thing by wanting to leave me and wanting to end our marriage so I'm going to prove prove to you you've, you've made a mistake by being a better person now there's a very subtle difference between wanting to be a better person for you to be a better person which is a positive thing and wanting to be a better person just to prove that someone else is wrong which comes from neediness desperation and and criticism really of them that's the negative side and that's why that's not going to work So you need to get rid of the negativity because, as I keep saying, whatever you focus on is going to grow. Whatever energy you put into something is going to keep growing. All right, now we can see the importance of getting getting rid of negativity. So the all-important question, how do you get rid of it? Well, it's actually quite simple. All you do is you recognize what causes it 
and you recognize the feeling that is attached to being negative and you catch yourself in the act and you stop it. <laughs> All right, so you stop being needy, you stop being having expectations, you stop being dependent, you stop trying to ch change your spouse's mind, you stop trying to think that you can't live without them, you stop trying to prove to them that they've made a mistake. All of those things. And you might say, but Liam, you know, what am I going to do instead? Well, I'll show you what to do that's far more effective. But you need to stop doing those things. And what tends to happen is people think, well, if I stop trying to change their mind, it means I'm giving up. And that puts people in a real panic. What is panic? Anxiety, negativity. And of course, what happens? It pushes their spouse further away. Now, I know this isn't necessarily easy to do. But what I'm going to give you now are things to do instead of trying to just be positive and, and trying to get rid of negativity. And you'll find that they're actually quite easy things to do. And the good thing is, when you start doing these things, you notice a complete shift. And it might start small, but you'll start to see little signs that things are improving. And why are they improving? They have to improve because you're not putting negativity into it with the same intensity. So things have to shift in the other direction, which is towards a better relationship, a better, po a more positive outcomes into what's going on. So the first thing about how to get rid of negativity and what to do instead, the first thing is don't focus on being positive. And people say that to me, okay, well, I won't be negative, I'll be positive instead. But the problem is it's very difficult when you're in a very unhappy situation to try and be positive. So you're walking around telling yourself, yes, I'm going to be positive and I'm trying to be positive here, but you're trying. And trying is effort, struggle, and it's all part of negativity. So trying to be positive is not only very difficult to do, but it doesn't work because you're not actually being positive. You're just trying to convince yourself that you're not negative. And again, that's a, a negative thing as well because that's adding to the stress that you're feeling. And people say to me, you know, well, I'm, I'm really trying to be positive. I'm, I know it's going to work. And you can feel in their energy that it's not what they believe, but it's what they hope. And they're very, very stressed because the outcome that they want, which is saving their marriage, is not happening for them. But that's all negativity. So don't put this huge burden on yourself that you've got to be positive. All you really need to do is get rid of the negative. And when you do that, you'll automatically start replacing things slowly and gradually to start with, but things will get more positive. So rather than not trying to rather than trying to be positive, what you need to do is focus on avoiding negativity. You know, it's a not a lot easier to not be negative by not putting yourself in a negative situation, by just avoiding a negative situation, than it is to try and dig yourself out of a negative situation. So if you find yourself getting into an argument with your spouse, if you find yourself feeling bad with a conversation you're having with them, you simply can just walk away from that conversation. Just say, look, I don't want to talk about it. I don't think this is really helping. It's not making us feel good. We'll talk about it another time. If they ask you a question and you don't want to answer it, or if you know that answering it at that particular time is only going to add negativity, you don't need to answer questions that they ask you. You don't need to get involved in a negative situation. You can stop it before it starts. So if you feel, let's, and people often do this, they think, ah, well, 
things are a little bit better between me and my spouse, maybe I'll be able to talk to them about our problems or how I feel or why I'm unhappy or what I think they should do. Here's an opportunity because they don't seem quite so antagonistic at the moment. Avoid that. You know that talking about the situation, the problems, and particularly when they don't really want to talk about it or they're unhappy about it, that's not going to help. It's not going to make things better. It's just going to put the both of you into a less happy place. So really think about that. Think about every situation that you can avoid to be in that negative place. Walk away from conversations that you might be having that are going in a negative way. Avoid fights. Avoid talking to them, seeing them, if you know that they're going to turn into negative things. Because the thing you don't want to happen, which is what happens for most people, and I talk about this a lot in the 30-day program, is you don't want to be the person that your spouse associates with feeling bad. And if your energy around them all the, whenever you're with them is negative, that's what they're going to do. And what do people want to do when they're around someone negative? They want to run in the opposite direction. So use every opportunity you can to focus on avoiding negativity. And that also includes your thoughts. If you find yourself starting to feel depressed or thinking bad things, you know, get out YouTube and watch a funny video. Watch a comedy series. You can do that instantly. Look up a, a, a funny website. Just take your mind off it. And that's not avoiding the situation. It's not avoiding your responsibilities. It's about saying nothing is going to be achieved that's positive if I'm feeling negative. Second thing you can do is don't be so hard on yourself. You know, if you make a mistake, if you say something to your spouse and it ends up in a negative with a negative outcome, or they get upset, or you get upset, or you just feel unhappy one day, don't be hard on yourself. You know, we all make mistakes. People sometimes contact me and say, you know, things were going, I was following all the doing all the right things, things things were going well, and I said something and it's like the whole of the last two weeks, all the positive stuff that I built up has all gone. Well, you know, it won't have all gone. Don't be hard on yourself. One mistake, we all make mistakes, all the time. It's about picking yourself up and saying, I'm not going to focus on that. I made a mistake. That's fine. Again, don't get bogged down in the negativity of regret of making a mistake. The next thing you can do to avoid negativity is to look at things from your spouse's perspective. You know, very often, if, if say, your husband or your wife has told you they want to leave, very often we get all upset and we, we forget the way they look at it. They might be looking at things. You know, what are they thinking about? Why do they want to leave? Okay, I covered this a lot in the last podcast, and also in the first section of a 30-day program, the Heal the Hurt section. This is a, there's a lot about this in there, so have a, have a re-listen to that if you haven't, or if you haven't already, listen to that section. It'll start to help you to see things from your spouse's perspective. And that's a great way to eliminate negativity because instead of focusing on all your unhappiness, your stress, your anxiety, your worry, your, you know, and your, all your expectation, your neediness and your unhappiness, you can start to see things from their perspective. And you'll realize that maybe there are some issues there that, that you need to deal with about yourself. Now, I've mentioned before, and I'm going to mention again, avoid conflict, because this is so important. People think, well, we need to solve our problems. We need to go to counselling. We need to sort this out. I'm not happy about this, so we need to fix it. And, you know, 
I keep coming back to this thing about energy. If you want to focus on problems, if you, if that's what you're going to make your relationship about, what's, and trying to fix your problems, what's going to happen if you get more of what you focus on? You're just going to get more problems. And you may have experienced this yourself. The way to get rid of problems is to believe that they will will sort themselves out. That's not being irresponsible. That's understanding the real dynamic, the real underlying energy and mechanism of how we do things in our life and how we we achieve things in our life. And it's ne- never through fighting negativity. Sure, we might have to go through some negative stuff and deal with it, but it's always, if we achieve something positive, it's because we have positive breakthroughs. So avoid conflict. It's, it just does not help. The next thing you can do to avoid negativity is to, is to start putting yourself first in the sense of put feeling good about yourself or feeling good first. Now what does that mean? It means you don't have to put yourself in situations where you just do what other people want you to do if you feel that they're negative. So in other words, your spouse, for example, says, you know, um, I want a divorce, I'm leaving next week, would you come and, uh, would you sign these papers? Or would you um, come along and help me find an apartment? And, And people do that as well. All right, you don't need to do those things if they don't make you feel good. If you don't want to do them, you don't under no obligation to do them. Because what happens is, people think, and they often say to me, but you know, you say go along with what they what they want to do. That's true up to a point. You need to respect what someone wants to do. But you also need to respect yourself and say, that's not what I want to do, it doesn't make me feel good. So what do you do? You avoid the situation. Again, you don't. You can just say, "I don't feel. I don't want to do that now. It's not right for me. I'm sorry." Because if your spouse is leaving you, isn't that what they are saying? They're telling you what they want. So you need to put yourself first. Put your feeling, your own feelings. Take yourself out of situations and know that they will be dealt with in the right time, and you will deal with them in the right time. And it's amazing what time and space and firmness does if you just refuse to to buy into the negativity of a situation. Just give it time. You don't need to solve it today. It doesn't need to be done today. Just put it off and see what happens. Very often you'll be positively and pleasantly surprised. And that also means the other way of putting that is don't be manipulated. Because that's not positive, is it? It's not positive for you. We're talking about feelings here. Does that make you good or bad? Or feel good or bad to be manipulated? To be coerced into doing something you don't want to do. No, it doesn't. It's going to make you feel bad. It's going to make you feel resentful. So what's the outcome of feeling bad? More negativity, more going in the wrong direction, the direction you don't want to go in. And of course, we've talked about this, I've talked about this extensively in this podcast, but the other side of, you know, not only don't you be manipulated, but don't you manipulate. Don't put the guilt or the trying to change their mind or anything like that onto your spouse. That's all part of it. And really that comes to the next point. One of the most important things you could do, and I might, um, we could do this in a whole podcast, is you need to respect your spouse. You need to respect the mistakes they make, where they're at, the decisions they've made, even if you don't think they're right. And again, if you listen to that Heal the Hurt section, 
in the first part of the 30-day program, that's going to help you a lot to see it from your spouse's perspective and respect them, really, and their decision, even if they've decided to leave you in a completely different way. Now, the next important thing, or important way, or very powerful way to get rid of negativity is that you have to know that things will work out for the best in the end. And I'm not just Mr. Positive here and trying to say, no, no, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. But the truth is, they will be okay. And I can say absolutely with conviction from my own life and from seeing other people's that usually, not just sometimes, usually the worst things that happen to you in your life end up being the best things. I wouldn't be talking to you today and really having a wonderful experience sharing my knowledge and experiences with people from all over the world and seeing the difference it makes and feeling gratified that I can help people. I wouldn't be able to do that if I hadn't been through the hell myself. If I hadn't learnt learnt the hard way what really works and what doesn't work in a relationship. I mean, I've said this in an earlier podcast, I was the world's worst at relationships but that forced me to learn about them and it forced me to really figure out what works not just from a theoretical point of view but from a practical point of view from my own experience and as you would know it's not until you feel something yourself that you really know it and know it in a way that you can help not only help yourself but help other people as well but they were hell at the time (laughs) the experiences I went through absolutely and no one could have said to me at the time like I'm saying to you that you know the worst experiences will turn out to be the best. But I am saying that to you. So, And I, you might not necessarily believe it, but just try and keep it in the back of your mind that whatever you're going through, in the end, you're not only going to be fine, but you're going to be much better off than you were when you started at the beginning of this crisis that you're going through. Another way to do that is to look at the opposite side of every negative situation. I mean, what's, ask yourself, what's good about your life right now? Many people say to me, oh, you know, everything is just all these problems and chaos and, you know, my life's just falling apart around me. Okay, but there's a lot of good things. There's always another side to everything in life. And there are going to be great things that are happening. And once you start digging, you'll see that there are some amazing things happening to you, some wonderful things that would never have happened if you hadn't had this crisis come up in your life. I mean, one of them is listening to me. (laughs) Well, certainly learning new things about yourself, about your spouse, about relationships. You wouldn't be learning these things. You wouldn't be, if you like, forced to, to, to figure these things out and to find, try and find answers if you're in just a happy, easy situation. What are some of the people who are showing up in your life, who are giving you support, who weren't there before? What are some of the people who you're building better relationships with? And what, as I said, what are you learning? What are you learning about yourself? There's some really positive things that are happening. And once you start seeing those positive things, and once you start becoming aware of them, then you start to feel the negativity fall away. So if you start to do do some of these things, just a little step at a time, you will feel that negativity fall away. And you'll start to think, you know, things aren't aren't as bad as they necessarily might be. And when you do that, 
you're going to once you start changing what's going on the inside of you what's going on in there where it's not this negativity anxiety it's not so bad where you're starting to lighten up see some positive things to life not be so judgmental not be so hard and intense on other people including your spouse you're going to see that reflected back to you and you will see a positive you will see positive things happening now sometimes it might might take a little while usually it will take a little while but you've got to remove that negativity of expectation remember don't expect things are, are going to happen really quickly because the good thing is if you expect things are going to happen slowly and they do happen quickly then that's a positive outcome so it makes you feel better so it's always better in some ways to have lower expectations because the expectations are negativity on one level what I'm really getting at here is that apart from knowing what to do and what not to do it's so important that you do things in the right way I mean in fact how you do something is really more important than what you do so if you do it from a place where there's no negativity or as little negativity as possible then you're going to get back much better things than if you're out there stressed, worried, anxious, trying to force it to happen trying to put pressure on your spouse, trying to manipulate them, trying to get them to see they've made a mistake trying to change yourself to, be, to impress them all of those things are going to have uh, a very little impact on you trying to save your marriage so think about the energy behind it think about the energy behind your situation and everything you do and everything you think and, and say how can I just make things feel a little bit better how can I make myself feel a little bit better it might mean walking away it might mean avoiding the situation and it might mean doing all the things I've talked about just work at these things a little bit at a time and I think you'll see a positive improvement and it really is the only way to go so get rid of the negativity don't replace it with positivity replace it with all the things I'm talking about well that's all we've got time for today I hope you found the podcast useful you're listening to this because you have one of my programs presumably so I hope you're working, working through those and I look forward to talking to you again soon bye for now